All right, so we're back with our 100th episode. So we're back in the future. We're back to the future, or back in the future. That we we talked about this, uh, I guess, quite a while ago. Ooh, yeah, this is like our a year. second episode. Yes, back in January. Now it's our 100th episode. This is our 100th episode. The only reason why we got so far was because we had those Thursday episodes. And okay. it just got it caught up. We don't have to explain to everybody why we did it. We did it because we <laughs> cheated, okay? We cheated in we life cheated. and we got ahead. <laughs> we got these sports almanac. <laughs> yes, we did. It is of our own show. There. That's right. It's next just a your, picture. Next next to your multipass. Hey, you know what? I'm glad that we made it to 100 because, you know, like I said, right? If you put your mind, what what is it? If you put your mind to it, you could achieve anything. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Are you jealous? Look, I'm holding a copy of this. A match made Open in it up. Space. I want to see. Is there any words in it? Can you There's read There's some words in it, but it's just oh, basically it's like a journal. It's, oh, look at that. It's not even right now. You should have done that. Now you just look, it. Look, 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 look. Whatever. Oh, I can't read it though. Whatever. Yeah, just it, it, the book. I don't know. The one in the Back to the Future movie is a lot thicker than that. That's just a. Yeah, thing. it is right. It's just like a. It's it's a hard copy. You know, yeah, I thought just I have, have that because I don't know if you know. They made this book called Back to the Future. Yeah. Did you get that one? Yeah, that's the same one I got. Okay, and, you know, it's got little bitty things. It's got the letter that Doc. Yes. The stuff so good. Yes. It's got the picture. The best thing in here to me is that was a picture. Is it the it's original letter or the one that it got kind of burned up, like the one from the end of the movie? Oh, this is the original. This is yeah. originally wrote. Because, you know, when I first saw that, right, I always wanted a copy of that. Yeah, the picture. Yes. Oh, cool? I haven't really looked through my book yet. I need to. You need to because, you know, there's a better one came out. It's called the uh, Haynes Manual, the DeLorean Time Machine. Oh, yes. Which is actually gives you a little backstory on uh, Doc Brown. Oh, you Doc know what? I was gonna, um, I was gonna oh, talk yeah. about that because I saw on uh, one one of the videos, you know, actually another video, there was a comic book that actually talked about like how Marty met Doc in the first place. Have you come? Okay. Does it does it talk about that? I'm sure it does. I haven't read it all. Oh, you haven't read it all? Because no, you know, in the beginning, right, the whole movie. Now that I'm adult, we wonder why. How did Marty and Doc even come across each other's lives before this? Yeah, you wonder a little bit, but it's not. It's not what? I never wondered on it that much. No, I'm sorry. I'm telling. I'm, this is what the thing I'm um talking about now. If this was made in present day, this is what we question. There's a mind, some kind of mind logic. I've been thinking about this. If you watch a movie when you were young, right, like in the 80s, you don't question any okay. of that. Okay, but now if we watch the same movie in adult, right? Let's just say we never seen it in the eighties. This is our first time yeah. watching it. Then we question that. We don't question that when we're young. Even when we were watching this movie, right? I enjoy it for what it was. I'm never able yeah. to put myself in that mindset where like all these things don't make sense. Like, what is a sixteen? Oh, I don't even know how old Marty is. Is he's he's in high school? What is a teenager yeah, doing with a? Or how old is Doc Brown, by the way? In this, he's supposed uh, to be by the by the time we get in the eighties, he's supposed to be in sixties. He's in his forties. Sixties, okay. You, yeah, this is where that's you a thirty-year jump. Like, what what happened to him? Right, this is the Aunt May thing. I I see too. Like Aunt May in the comic books, Peter is sixteen, she's ninety. Peter's in his thirties. Aunt May is still ninety. This is how I see Doc Brown. In the in nineteen eighty-five, like oh, Doc Brown looks old enough, right? He goes back in time, like dude, he looks the same. <laughs> It's like they didn't change him. And I think this is the first time I realized um Doc Brown came from a rich family. 
Did you get that? Yeah. Well, well, his, his father's a judge. Oh, oh, that's right. Well, I didn't pick that up from this movie. It's in the book. Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't pick it up from. But this I think movie. they explain it somewhere in the. I think it's explained somewhere in one of the movies. It's okay. not explained in this movie. It may have because on the wall he has all the newspaper clippings that tells you all kinds of yes. stuff. Yes. Even tells you the destruction of his house. You know who else thought? I thought it was uh, Biff. Biff is also a rich person, right? That's why he's got a car. That's why he's able have to have the money to fix it. Biff is not a rich person. Uh, why is that? that? We learned that by watching the second movie. So how come he has a car? Remember, he lives with his grandma. Right, but then, you know, maybe um, the witch came he from... He probably the got a good job. He probably got a good job and worked really hard and just bought a car. <laughs> or he bullied people and stole money. <laughs> so it's the... Um, so Bill, is that... We've got to remember, Biff's a bit of a crook. He is, right? Yes, he's a crook. See, I, I, I didn't get that. See, I didn't get that from just watching this movie. Though. Like, just based yeah. on this movie alone, like, I thought, I just thought Biff was rich. Like, they never show oh, his parents, okay. right? They didn't need to. I didn't care. If, I didn't really need to know. Well, about that. okay, and you're right. I mean, by this movie, I guess you could think that. I never thought he was that rich, but oh, his money. You're coming from. I can see where you're coming from now that he says that. But yeah, but we know from watching the second movie. Nope, we can't talk about the second. Let's just totally stay okay. on this one. All right. That's what we did yeah, the first time. Yeah, I guess you're right. We should stay on this movie. But yeah. By the way, I'm going to point out that we didn't really ever need the sequels anyway. No, yeah, we don't need the I mean, sequels. We this wanted was, uh... them after we saw the first one. Well, yeah, because at the end, right? And the other day, oh, you know what I noticed this first time? That I never talked about, that I never brought up. In the beginning of all the clocks, right? There was one clock of the clock tower where like, it was a dude hanging on the clock. No, did you see that? Yeah, we, we actually talked about this the first one. Oh, I don't remember so, that. Four shadows, but this is original clock. It's actually a clock with a picture from a silent movie, uh, safety job safety or something, where there's an actor that actually hung off a clock. The last name of the I don't remember the actor's name. The last name his last name was Lloyd though, which is funny because it's Chris Lloyd that hangs off the clock. They just happened to found this picture, but this is a like 1920s movie. You know, oh, this is a 1920s. You know what? That must be something that Jackie Chan saw because um. There's another movie that um, Jackie Chan did back in 1982-83 called Project A. He actually hang off a clock, like the hand off a clock is like yeah. three or four stories high and he fall through. Well, now that I think of... this is thing, because this is yeah. a movie called, I think it's called Job Safety or something. Yeah, it's probably and like the guy, guy's doing stunts, it's right? A silent, it's a silent black yeah, it's a movie. Silent that, black, yep. That's a clock with a picture on it. And they thought, well, this mimics the end of our movie. So we're going to put it at the very beginning. Because you got to oh. think this was one long rolling shot. The yes. movie starts off one long shot, and then all it's supposed to do is introduce Doc Brown without ever showing you Doc Brown. Yes. And then the second part of it, it introduces the, the Marty. You know, that's the other thing I want to talk about. I actually put that on the thing. Like, what was Marty even doing there? He's coming by. He probably came by every day just check on Doc Brown just before he we went to job. To use his amplifier. <laughs> well, he probably <laughs> looked around and said, hey, Doc Brown's not here. I'm going to use his amplifier. <laughs> But who knows? I mean, most likely, here's how, how Marty met Doc Brown, I'm going to say. Because we find out after he leaves, Doc Brown's, ha as you can see this, Doc Brown had a big brick mansion. We know this by the movie, but in the it starts off, it says it burned his house down. And he sold all his land to pay for all the crap that he's went through. Yes. So when he comes out of the garage, you see that his front yard or the front of his garage is now a Burger King parking lot. <laughs> just want to point out that uh, Marty's older brother works at Burger King at the beginning of the movie. Oh, is it Burger King? Is that what that uniform was? I yeah. wasn't familiar. Yeah, that was a Burger, yeah, that was a Burger, Burger King. Oh. It was, come on, it was the 80s. 
I'm sure they've changed. And we don't see that many but Burger yeah. Kings. But we already went over this Burger King thing last time we did Back to the Future. So we just go ahead and I'm going to tell you it. something, man. I don't remember anything that we talked about in the first like Because it was like a year and a half ago now. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I got a good memory. <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, yeah, we went all over Burger King. But actually, we did Burger King because we did the second movie. is what we talked about. Because there's a Burger oh. King downtown in the middle of the street. Oh, but anyhow, okay. let's go with it. So anyways, that's where he sold all that stuff. So most likely, uh, Marty one day went to go get a hamburger at Burger King, was hanging out in the parking lot, saw this oh, guy with all these I love, stupid inventions. I love your imagination that's, on this. That's the same way you meet all these old people. Yeah. You always meet old, crazy people. I don't know if you do it in the city, but in a small town, you'll be with the crazy people because they're out in their yard doing something stupid. I, so you got to go over there and ask it? a stupid question, see what kind of stupid thing they're doing, and so, boom, you're free. So Bob Gale actually, um, well, you probably didn't know because uh, you didn't, I didn't read the comic books either, but it was on video where, like, Bob Gale actually, you know, he, he did a comic book series of Back to the Future yeah. after this. And he explained how uh, Marty and Doc met. It was because Marty, like, two or three, four years ago, before this, uh, the, the movie started, right? Marty actually broke into uh, Doc Brown's house because he thought that would be, like, cool, like, who's um, amplifier and stereo equipment, right? Which it did. And when, when Doc Brown, instead of turning him to the police, right? He saw like um, Marty's like determination, love like you know okay. how he wants something done. That's basically it. It's not the best thing, but it's just interesting. Okay, good because I was gonna say that's a crappy story too. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just for comic books though. So I'm like, oh, this okay. is how they met, and that's why like Marty knew about the amplifier because that's yeah, like, well, Doc Brown's. No, the amplifier was just slowly being built though. Yeah, but no, that yeah, but like he he that's what he does. So yeah. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. But you know, the comic book is worth a, a notice, I guess, in a way. Yeah, I guess so. Because, yeah. I mean, there's a Telltale Game series, too, to this. It's supposed to be, like, another sequel to Did this. you play it? Yes, I did. I played it all the way through. Okay, so how was it? Because I never played it. Eh. Oh, okay. You'd, so, have to be like, you'd have to be, like, way, way hardcore. Into, into Back uh, to the Future? Future to get into it. It was okay, but... It, I don't know. I wasn't near as impressed. I, I just wasn't near as impressed with it as I think I should have. I enjoyed it. I mean, for one play. Hmm. You won't oh, ever see me play. go back to it. Yeah, you won't ever see me go back to it. So, okay, so you won't go back to it. It's exactly, because, yeah, it, all it does, it puts you back in the 1920s. It's kind of like watching the third movie. Oh. Set in the 1920s. So there's nothing like uh, choices you make that can alter the, I guess, the future of this game? Yeah, not really. You don't really change that much. And this is after they already have the, tra Doc Brown has a train and all this stuff. Oh, wow. So in a way, it was kind of like the cartoons, okay. which I didn't enjoy that much either. So um, I'm going to ask you this, since, since we're talking about it, right? I know back then we didn't question the logic, but now I was. Now I am. Okay. So yeah, I, you are. I was able yeah, to watch are. this I'm movie not. twice this week, okay? Okay, uh, see, that's all, okay. So I want to talk about still, that before I got up. But I want to just point out, watching this again, this is a great movie. This is okay. Just, yes, this is an amazing. Movie. Right, but now, and you asked me why come it didn't get old? It's because it's such a simple story. You asked. It well, is a right. simple yes. story. Yes, why I agree question on that. the time travel stuff? It's a simple story. It's this the guy goes eighties logic. He stuff. Yes. Well, it's not eighties logic. Oh, it's just the story is basically about somebody going back to fix all this problem. Oh no, no, no! I'm talking about eighties logic, where like you don't have to worry about the science of it all. That's why I'm well, I think that's out. 90s logic. I think that's pretty much human logic outside of you think so? A few people, yeah. Okay, so a lot I, of humans. Don't. I know, I know. I've seen humans. 
I've seen humans not question a lot of things that they should. Okay, so I, I know I know that we don't have a time. Like, why does this right? milk taste funny? I'm gonna but keep like, drinking it. I, I know a lot of people judge the movies now, but they don't put the same logic of them the old movies they watch. I don't have a term for it. I'm hoping someday scientists will come over a term like, oh, this is called this. <laughs> where you don't we are the use, movie scientists. Where do you don't use modern day logic to whatever? I'm gonna tell you something before we go on, right? Before I okay. go on to my park, I have a parking lot thing that I wanna ask you about. Okay. I start watching Fast 9, okay? Just for the heck of it. So in the beginning, obviously, they do these action scenes, right? It's very... You know, I'm not even sure if I've seen Fast 9. No, I, I just started watching. It's the new, latest oh, okay. one, I guess. And I, okay. I question these action scenes, okay? But like, man, this is impossible, okay? Blah, 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 blah. I haven't finished watching it. I had to... Maybe just the first 20 minutes, right? But then I was talking to Heather, like, hey, you know what's really funny? I saw all these action scenes that I know in my mind is not possible, right? But if I will go back and watch Commando, there's a scene where Arnold just whipped the seat right out of the car with the nuts and bolts and everything. But I don't question that logic. Because it, and when I was a kid, I enjoyed it so much, right? I'm like, oh, I guess it is possible. But when I, if, I watched, if I was to watch the same scene as the age I am now, I'd be like, man, this is speed crap. But I don't put the same logic. This is what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know the scientific term of like, when you were young, right? You don't question that. Even though when you're older, because you saw the movie when you were young, you don't still don't question it. But if I'm yeah. watching the movie as the age I am now without watching it as a kid, I totally question it. And I okay. feel it's fair, okay? That's what I want to point out. So now, okay. my park, now my parking lot theory. How were they able to, were you able to do any, with any kind of car at like 90 miles an hour inside a mall parking lot? I don't know if I should say anything. <laughs> Since there's people watching, yes, they could do stuff at 90 miles an hour in the mall parking lot. Let me go ahead and point that because, out. Because, like, you know, they, they turn. You can get 100. Monster, I've right? been able to get up to 100 miles an hour in the mall parking lot. Yeah, but then, no, but then if you keep going, I'm talking about like they spin, like, you know, they they do maneuvers. So that way, you know, he turns, right? Well, but I'm he was so... I didn't need maneuvers. But... <laughs> you know what? I'm just saying that I don't know how to make that My was. only maneuvers is when I saw this car was flashing yellow lights coming towards my direction. It's like, huh, it's time to leave. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> you know, like I didn't, I, you know, when I was watching it the second time this week, I was like, can you do 90, at least nine, almost 90 miles an hour in a mall parking lot? Well, what are we talking about? Related to, are we talking about related to the Back to the Future? What do you mean back to related back to the future? He does maneuvers in a DeLorean in a mall parking lot. Is this what we're talking about? Yeah, of, of any car. Okay, yeah. Why can't you? Because it's not enough uh, long roll long enough for you to hit that fast. In a mall parking lot? Yeah. Well, I guess I've, gone, how big I've, the gone, I've jumped all the way up to 100 in a mall parking lot. What the heck were you doing driving 100 in a mall parking lot? What do you think lot? I was doing? Looking for a place to go 100 miles an hour where you <laughs> could get in trouble. I, I guess say that what would mall be lot I, was at. I didn't think about that. Yes. There's nobody out there. I did it at night. There was nobody out there. Like I said, just a security coming running around the corner when I heard oh. my car go. Yes, no, you can get to 100 in a mall parking lot. I already know this is a fact. Oh, and of so course, going, Marty, though, but I you got to remember, Marty question. was also slowing down, too. And Marty's car yes. never goes Pat goes up to 90, really. No, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, and we also want to point out DeLorean, the original DeLorean. If you looked at the original DeLorean's dashboard, it only goes up to 85. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know what? I saw they a video added recently. In, yeah, they added in an insert or another dashboard to make it look like it goes all the way up where they had 95 yeah. on this car. Yeah. Because I mean, I had a Ford pickup from 80s. It couldn't go past 85. So the way I saw it, if I held the gas down and I got in trouble, I could tell the officer, I'm like, there's no way I was going 100 because 
<laughs> because my dash doesn't even go that high. Yeah, it only goes <laughs> to 80, sir. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. You know, I thought about, like, uh, hey, if the DeLorean wasn't available at the time, what other car could they have gone with? Because at that time, the DeLorean was the only kind of car that looked like that. Not even to care about the, the how no, the they was. had another. There was another car that looked like that from what? Canada. It didn't do very oh, good. Oh, from Canada, and maybe that's yeah. The why, there's right? another sports car, and then the, the only other sports cars you could probably find is what Lamborghini stuff. Man, could have did an MR2. Ooh, MR2 was it even popular in the states in the 80s? The DeLorean wasn't popular in the states. So what are you talking about? Oh, that's that's true. I guess yeah, they the Lord, to make something. The DeLorean was uh, hey, we made this in the we started this in the seventies. They didn't do the DeLorean was a fizzle. Oh. DeLorean is only popular now. The DeLorean is like the most popular car sports car now in our time because we're grown up and we can actually go buy one. So you're saying oh well, yeah. So you're saying that if it wasn't for this movie, the DeLorean might not as be popular as I am exactly today. saying that. Yeah, saying that, right? Okay. I mean, even the stunt men that made this movie, they're like, What a piece of crap. I <laughs> know oh, the car wasn't very fast at all. No, it's not right. And also, very. And if you noisy. got an accident, the doors got stuck constantly. The car wasn't made out of stainless steel. It had. It was made out of fiberglass with stainless steel panels glued onto it. Wait, say that again. It's not made of. The car is not steel. a stainless steel car. It's fiberglass. It's fiberglass with okay. stainless steel panels glued onto the fiberglass. Oh, this is sound like it's very, um, solid. It had <laughs> a little tiny cool. window that you couldn't even get a pizza box through. Yeah, you can tell the windows are small. And it has, I mean, and the problem is it may have did better. It had a Renault motor in it, so the motor wasn't really powerful. I mean, of course, uh, you can take DeLorean makes still, there's a DeLorean still around, okay? Let's put it that way. They have a shop. They'll rebuild the cars for you, and they could put a Toyota motor in it. It makes the car way, way much faster and better than. Really? So you could change the motor. But you guys got to remember, yeah, you can change the engine out. Oh. I don't know why you wouldn't. Wait, is is it weird? This is a mid mid engine, right? Call. Yeah, it's, it's, that's why uh, I remember. Because I, I, I think they opened the they opened the f- trunk in the front, in uh, one of yeah, the yeah you open the yeah. trunk yeah the trunk is in the front and your engine's in the rear and I think it does sit behind the axle. Oh, okay, yeah, that's why I thought that's why all the stuff is felt towards the back of the car. Yeah, because you know they just took off the back, took out the back windows, and then added all that garbage that makes it look like it's a time I know machine. isn't that isn't I that say the hubcap? Whatever that Mister Fu- not Mister Fusion that uh, plutonium went down in. It's yeah. from a hubcap from a Dodge, right? I can't remember. I don't know. They oh, had okay. a lot of parts because they actually went and got parts from this place that like sold space equipment and so forth, you know, just, oh, just extra this... prototypes and stuff. Yeah, they just went in there in the shop, bought a whole bunch of stuff, glued it on the car. Hey, you know what? The first time I ever seen this movie, right? I was I was still in Hong Kong. I haven't moved here yet. Who would know? Who, who knew that when I moved here, right? That's the chance I get to see the sequels in the U.S. In the U.S. This is crazy because this movie came out in 1985. And the sequels didn't come out yes. until 91. Yeah, 91, it took a long time to get yeah. a movie. And they, probably, and they almost didn't ever make one. And I remember we questioned, I guess, did we question the, the last scene of the movie where Doc Brown shows up and says, something's wrong with your kids. Okay, let's, get yeah, car so and go. let's talk about the second one. That was always part of the movie. That was always part of the movie. Oh, that was? Yep, that oh. was not added later. So that they didn't think there. about planning a sequel, just something cool nope. to show. They no, showed the show. Makes and sense. Just, yeah. That way you leave the theater dreaming of another one. Oh, that's you know, that so doesn't make any sense. Thing. Like I pointed out, I mean, you're in a time machine, okay? Somebody comes from the future to tell you to fix something in the future. Why don't you just fix it right then? And he goes, hey, your kids are uh, buttholes or something like that. <laughs> All they need to do is make a note and write it down. They'd be like, Doc Brown, so what time, what what age group does my kid start being a butt? 
And then that's when you start, that's when you ground your kid right there. That way, problem solved. You don't even have to travel the future. You can do it right there. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, I wrote something Anything here. Anything that needs to be fixed in the future should be fixed right then. Don't drive uh, to the future. To I think there's a line in here that remind me of Star Wars. Because I, I put it in course. I put, Doc, you're my only hope. Yep, I remember that, and I saw that too. And I thought that when I saw that, there's been a lot. I think there's a lot of little movie quotes. Oh well, you know they meant, they reference like you know Planet Vulcan and Dark. Well, Vader. I love that because that's a <laughs> that ultimate like... mashup. Because he's supposed to go, I'm Dark Vader from the Planet Vulcan. <laughs> Plus he gets the, you know the, the symbol from Planet, Planet Vulcan. Vulcan. <laughs> Plus he's got an Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> he played Van Halen. It was like yeah, Halen, so Eddie, good. Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, Eddie. <laughs> I don't know. I just enjoy. I guess yeah, I do enjoy every. But I mean, part they of this they movie. put a lot of gags. This is a pretty good comedy movie because I mean, like like what you're wearing. You know, yes. everybody thinks that's a life preserver, even yes. though it's just. A... They thought he was and working course, with a coat. Plus, the, 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 the drinks guard. of the time. The drinks of the time was yes. it? Uh, which doesn't make sense to me now. That you think about it. it's called what? Diet Pepsi Free. Well, uh, he said Pepsi or, Free. I think it's I think it's called a Pepsi Free. But maybe ask the guy. Pepsi, hey, no sugar. Yeah, can I have a Pepsi free? Yeah, and he goes, hey, bud. Hey, boy. <laughs> yeah, and of course they do tab. Yes. What is tab back right then? Right. Like, you could just open tab up was a, a tab. A diet. No, tab. Yeah, tab. If you open a tab, we got tabs today. If you go to yeah, a bar, you open a tab. Yeah, but that's why I'm familiar with just in the, in the oh, okay, balls, yeah. But not in a, a diner, anymore. like a cafe you open like a tab. that. You, you open a tab in a diner. You open a tab, and then you later on order a pie and all that other stuff. But that on a tab. You ever heard that? No, not no. I had never oh, heard that. I guess it's probably a maybe it's a small town thing. I don't know because I can go to a store. If the people know you, there you can open a tab and just oh. buy stuff. And then at the very end of the day, come in and have somebody close your tab at with them. You know, you go in and buy some pipe, go back home, work on it, come back in, buy some bolts and more pipe. And then later on at the end of the day or the next week, close your tab out. Oh, so instead of paying, oh, you know what? I had never done that. I, I, no. I mean, I know the concept, but it's just not that to that extent. Well, Nowadays, a lot of people still or don't pay their tabs. That's why we don't have tabs at all. Yeah, and then that's what it is. In the old days, in the early days. People advantage, yeah. Because I want to point out, it's like the when he goes back to 55, the gas station. You saw him with, you see the Tesla station. Yes. Cars pull in there, and you see those guys wearing Oh, the attendants, yes. Knew that. You ever seen that? Not here in Asian countries. We used to have that here. Actually, yeah. I saw it when I was a kid. It was up until I was a kid. There were some stations that still did it. They pulled in. They walked out, washed out your windows, put gas in your car. I think ever it. since I came here, it's all self-serve. Yeah, now it kind of went out in the 80s here. So. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm sure it's it probably long gone on a lot of places. But now here, it went out in the 80s. I mean, there was still one guy, one station, guy running a station. He still did it. Oh, wow. That must be. Is that something that you had to tip back then, too? Or because it was just their job? Uh, I don't know. I guess you could tip if you wanted to, but I mean, it was part of the, part of the set setup, yeah. And then oh. also, was that other thing where you stand there holding the, the bottle? It's got the bottle. Yes, the glass bottle. And he's bottle. trying to pull on it, which made, didn't make any sense to me because he's supposed to be coming I mean, in at eighty five. He would have been older than me. Yeah. And at eighty five, I would have known that you're supposed to put it in the bottle opener and open it. Wait, why was he trying to twist I don't it know. open? Did they have I, that? Didn't make any sense to me because yes, when I was a kid all the bottles you pop the lids open and then my parents would take the bottles and get the money back for them yeah the, yeah exactly i had never seen a twist top until i was twist, an adult why was he trying to twist the top off huh. I mean, for somebody that's supposed to be from that time i mean like what's going on with you marty are you just that stupid <laughs> <laughs> hey it is pretty heavy okay i love oh, that heavy. i no, was no, going to ask you that is this something they said back in the 80s 
I guess it I is. never I knew. Mean, oh, okay. I remember I was either. pretty young. But yeah, heavy was, I think it was heavy was a big deal. Huh. Interesting. I just it never knew where it heavy. came from. Yeah, I think that was a deal. The same like, uh, things that kids say. You know what I mean? We always got stuff. Like right now, what is it? It's that's so lit. That's lit. Okay. Yeah. I want to like you. I really like um. I really like my. <laughs> I really like when when Marty first uh showed back to the high school in the fifties. Like, wow, they really cleaned this place up. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> and I like, like yeah. the first time he's like, oh, that's really heavy. That one weight has nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, he says it the whole movie, and of course, you know, Doc Brown's like, like what "That's what is a word going heavy. <laughs> I also like it when he wears the suits. You know, where he's got the radiation suit. What are you wearing? He goes, "The radiation suit." He goes, "Oh, that makes sense from the, all the atomic wars." Yes, atomic wars. Yes. <laughs> or, or the president, because he even points it out. You know, when he first goes back in time, it shows the movie theater playing a Ronald Reagan movie. Yes, I thought which, it was when this movie so came out, cool. Ronald Reagan was the president of the United States. Yes, which is interesting. And of course, he goes, "No wonder that." that that you have a movie star for a president, you gotta get look good. You gotta get look good. I love it too when he asked him where um where Dot Liberty, like where Riverside Drive is. Like, oh, it's just two blocks down that way. Like, oh, so it's past um John F. Kennedy. Like, who yeah, the hell is John F. Kennedy? John F. Kennedy. <laughs> 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 but that's a good that's a good scene when he's sitting around with the family because you got you got to yes. keep in mind that's all his it's all his uh, uncles and uh, yes, aunt. and well, then those are his grandparents. Hey, his I want to point out one of the uncles was in Wonder Years. Yes, we already we went over that last time we did. I that. know, I remember that part. I always have to point it out. Well, we got we might as well go and point out it was the original Wonder Years, by the yeah, way. Was, yeah, because that's a new not Wonder the remake Years of the Wonder Years. Since it's just really funny. The time the, when everything's a remake. The first time when we talk about this, this remake wasn't even here. The, the Wonder Years. Yeah, but now here's it the is. Funny thing. Here's the funny thing, you know, because he explains to the kid. He goes. He goes. I saw that the kid. Goes. How did you see? It's brand new. He goes. Brand new. What's a rerun? It's a rerun. <laughs> now they could make it where they ask. What's our what do we call it? What? What's a remake? Oh, what is a remake? A remake. Oh, we fun when we run it. Oh, I don't know. We run what's a remake because we make remakes. That's all we do now. We don't have reruns. We have remakes there. Oh, we boot. But actually, I I just like the scene though. You know, because Lorraine, the 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 mom, his yes, mom, Lorraine, she's yeah. in love with him. He leaves. He's like, man, that's such a weird kid. He goes, he's a more the, yeah, the grandfather. Yeah, you have a kid like, like he's that. I'll disown you. You know, just only what she she does with her kid. <laughs> so it's she really funny. Like, like um, even that scene was like I never seen purple underwear before. Like, I didn't even notice that. Like, that he was really wearing purple underwear. Was it a pop? I didn't even know it was a popular thing back then to wear a different color underwear that is not white. Going back, back in the eighties, yeah. I bet. I bet. Well, you mean in fifty five? Eighty five. Eighty five. Like you know, he wore those underwear mean? back. Yeah, but 85 people wore different stuff. Oh, I guess 55 is more I mean, come on, he's wearing whiteies. Calvin Klein clothes, yeah. Yes, Calvin. He's kind, of wearing Calvin? Fan- he's kind of wearing fancy clothes. And, and for 85, he wore fancy clothes. Yeah, he does, yeah. Because I think right. he's wearing guest jeans, dude. I know, right? From a family that works like, you know, like that. Like, where does he get money from? Yeah, oh, the jeans? mall. He got it where everybody else got it in the 80s. The, the mall. mall. The mall. Everyone went to the mall. I mean, I remember my cousins having stuff like that. You know, I just want to give props to Michael J. Fox for, like, with these long schedules, you know? Shooting yeah. at night and then, like, shooting in the daytime. I think all the daytime scenes were shot on the weekends for him. Yeah, they're shot still. Yeah, the mainly his stuff was shot deal, and then they got up, kind of got on the end of it. He just lucky got this role because we pointed out it was Eric Stoltz actually got the role. Yeah, so, you know, I, I was looking into that, right? Like, they said that it was almost 90% shot that, like, you know. No, the it was half. It was no, see, shot. that's what they said. 
that's what they said. Like that's what it is halfway shot, right? But then when they talked to the but the people who actually made the movies, like they said, like no, most of the movie was shot. So what happens when Michael J. Fox came in? A lot of the scenes where you just saw the angles of himself, right? He did those by himself. And on the in the, on the uh, reaction shot, if you don't see Michael J. Fox in there, it's Eric. They, those people are responding to Eric Stoltz. Yeah, yeah, almost everything is. Everybody's responded to Eric Stoltz. Almost all the stuff. Yeah. The only the only shots it was a shot, but the problem is, it was like a twelve week shot a uh, shoot. Mm-hmm. Six weeks in, they replaced Eric Stoltz. Wow. Six oh, weeks. Oh, but you in, know what? Six weeks in. That doesn't mean. But that's the thing. Yeah. But that's not saying the like they may probably shot all most of his stuff in the six weeks. Though. They shot most of his stuff in the beginning. Yeah, almost yeah. everything was Eric Stoltz, and then there was also a lot of the stuff. But, but they went back. But you got to think all the beginning shots. The very first shot of the movie was also the very last shot of the movie. Yes. Almost the last shot of the movie. Because they probably because shot the in the, the parking lot. Yeah. The, no, the very first shot of the movie was him falling out of the tree. Oh, Joe. I mean, and getting hit with the car. Flying, that was yeah. the first shot in the movie. And then when Michael J. Fox came in, they had to do that near the end. And the same, the, also the second shot was probably, you know, when uh, when Glo- uh, Crispin Glover is putting all the uh, clothes on the, the wire hanging up the clothes and he's telling them about dating his mom. Yes. That was also that day too. Oh, oh, yeah. So they had to come back and put actually. Marty back in that too. But in the middle, they did that. And the thing is though, when they decided to replace him, well, they actually wanted Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Because he couldn't do it. Beginning. Yeah. He couldn't do it because of uh, family ties. Yep. And the thing is, here's the neat thing. When they finally decided that Eric Stoltz wasn't working, they yeah. still shot a whole week with him, but they slowly cut him out. Wow. They were shooting like, every time they had Eric, because did the last week of Eric Stokes last week was when they were shooting the scene with him with the video recorder with the fire going between his feet. Really? And the cameraman could not figure out because when they kept, kept the shooting, they go, okay, we're going to put it on Eric Stokes. They're like, no. They go, well, you need to show Eric Stokes. They go, no. Just keep it on Doc Brown. Huh. Oh, interesting. They shot that whole deal. And then when they finally got, they talked and got Michael J. Fox in, they just come up. They said, told, uh, Here's a funny story. Well, they they told him he's done, and Michael J. Michael J. Fox came in like the next week. Wow! And started filming at the the mall. They did. They stopped at the mall and then started back up at the mall and went backwards again. Did I talk about this last time? Because I can't remember when I watched. No, we didn't. Movie. We didn't. We didn't oh, know. No, all. not what you said. Like what I said about the character who played uh, Christopher Lloyd and uh, the guy who plays Biff. Did they? Did I talk about that? The interview experience that they had. No. So they find out Eric Stoke got fired, right? And then the producers uh, came, came, came oh. went and got Christopher Lloyd and the guy who plays Biff, right, in the office. So they were both wondering, like, oh, man, what's going on? Did we know Eric Stoke just got fired? Are we next? <laughs> so they go in, right, all scared, like, hey, so, you know, we had you let Eric go. And they're like, oh, my God, they're going to fire us. Because <laughs> they know that at that point, the movie yeah, well, not finished, hear this. right? I got a different story. I got oh, a different no, story. no. I watched ahead, the interview. So well, uh, I got the I got it from the book. Yeah. So who was the play play bit? What's his name? Not Chris Mc. Oh, they don't have it in Wiki. I want to say his name? his name correctly. The guy okay, who plays Biff. What was the actor's name? Give me a second. Let's see. Oh, Thomas Thomas Wilson. Okay, Thomas Wilson. <clears throat> so Thomas Wilson was giving this story, right, with Christopher Lloyd sitting next to him. He was like, man, are we next? With they, they thought they were going to get fired. So they explained the whole thing, you know, we're bringing a new actor in, 
uh, Eric Stowe is out. We wanted. This is how we feel the direction of our movie. We wanted Michael J. Fox the whole time, and this is what uh, Thomas uh, Wilson was asking, like. So you want us to reshoot all the scenes? Well, not all of them, just, you know, the ones that you have interaction with the Marty McFly character. And this is what he asked. So we still get paid, right? <laughs> that's, what I, like, that's what I saw from the interview with him. Okay. And yeah, that's, that, and that's the way he told the story. But I got, in the book, it tells a different story. But here's the funny thing. Because when, uh, yeah. when they fired uh, Stoltz, they went to they Robert Zemeckis talked to him in his trailer. Oh, yeah, I think it was Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. They sent another guy of the production to go talk to Chris Lloyd, who was in his trailer at the same time. Oh, it's okay, but they're still at the same but, time. Yeah. Yeah, they talked. They told. They did this all at the same time. And then they told yes. the crew the whole story. That way, nobody thought they were getting fired. I know. But here's <laughs> but here's the neat story though. When Eric Stoltz started the started on this movie, he had several demands. Oh, his really? one demand was ever he stays in character. Everybody calls him Mort, Marty. Oh, Not that's one right. Person will call him. Eric. I, I I saw that too. He's a Methodist actor. Like the other he actors talk about him too. And exactly, and he kind of was. That's why he kind of butted heads with the director all the time because yeah. he's just like, why would Marty do this? Why would Marty do that? Yeah. Why would Marty do this? And the director's like, just just act. But anyway, everybody had to call him Marty constantly. So they went to Christopher Lloyd's trailer and sat down and goes, okay, Eric's out. We're gonna get Michael J. Fox in, but everything will be good. You go. We're not, you're gonna to go to shoot all your stuff. You know, he's trying to talk to him, and they said that Chris Floyd sat there for a little bit. He goes, "Who's Eric?" <laughs> he's like, uh, "It's Marty." And he goes, "Oh, Marty." He goes, "Yeah, we're gonna let go him." He goes, "Oh, oh. well, I was assumed that his name was Marty since everybody already called him Marty." That's he right. goes, I, I hey. seen that part too. <laughs> yeah, he goes, and I thought y'all just got lucky by hiring a guy who had the same name as the character. <laughs> Yeah, no. no, he. Yeah, it was in the same interview. Like Christopher Lloyd talked about that. Yeah, that's why I remember. Like he's a method actor, and like, did you ever watch those scenes that on YouTube between Eric Stoltz and um Michael J. Fox? I haven't. I haven't. Okay, so obviously, just even the same scenes, they look the same, right? Marty has that comedic feel to him, even though it lines yeah. with no lines. It's that the facial features is better for Michael J. Fox. Yeah, well, that's what the that's that's what they say in the book that. They could just look at Eric Stoltz and it's just too. He's too serious. Standoffish. Yeah, yeah it's, too, it's too serious for a just uh, for a movie like this kind with this kind of tone. Yeah. What do you think if Eric Stoltz was in the movie? Do you think this would have been as famous as popular as it was? Is it probably won't be as fun. You're probably right. It probably wouldn't okay. be as fun. It's, I mean, like I was, I, I think this is my first time travel movie ever. This is probably a lot of people's. This first is my first time travel movie. Yeah, this is probably a whole generation's first time travel. Yeah, movie, because yeah. well, probably mostly in our generation, right? I mean, like there's people like the yeah. time machine. Yeah, well, I'm know. talking about our generation. Oh, our generation. That was what I was talking about. Yeah, I wasn't talking about the other ones because you know they had the time. This you know? is what got me into um, loving time travel so much. Ever since I was I a little say kid. This is a, oh, it got me very interested. Oh, this is what got me very. Interested. Like, come on, I remember when this came out. I guess my dad taped it off of HBO on a on a cassette tape. We watched that so much, we wore the tape back out. Yeah, see, I, my cousin got it. I remember first watching this the first time, right? And then I wanted to rewatch it because once you find out it's a time travel movie, right? You have to go back and rewatch it. I was I probably I six this, at that time. I'd say this is actually my first geek movie in a way. Six or seven. Oh, first. I'm gonna geek say this movie, is my right? first geek movie, and I'm gonna say that because you know after watching this movie. You would, yeah, that's one of those movies where you'd say all the lines over and over again. You know, watch yes. it constantly, constantly, constantly. And that's not the only thing. I actually started dressing like Michael J. Fox. I had no a way. white shirt with red lines, squares on it, like he had. Yeah. I had a blue jean jacket. 
blue jeans and a bot and I had I had to go get the suspenders. I didn't have the server though, but I had oh. to get the suspenders. So I started wearing suspenders for a little That's while. That's so cool. I thought I was cool. I wasn't, but I thought I was. And that was the first movie that I like um I start liking trucks, the Toyota four by four. Oh yeah, well yeah. I wasn't impressed with the. I was impressed with the DeLorean. Oh, I mean, uh, the, but uh, I obviously with the, the DeLorean. But the you know? right. The truck. The Toyota truck was cool. The truck was cool, you know, because he was into the truck it. Was cool. Yeah. You know. It was cool. Gosh, imagine, just because he he just because of the uh, of this movie got us so interested in time travel and all the other debates that we ever had in our twenties. Yeah, well, I mean, it was pretty. <laughs> it was uh, it was. I don't know. I'd say it affected our our childhoods pretty big. Yeah, you know, um, I want to point out. I'd say out... it almost had a bigger effect in Star. I love Star Wars too. I mean, Star Trek. I watched and I loved Star Trek too, but I wasn't a Star Trek fan until yeah. later on. Star you know, Wars. I was had all the toys, but I remember almost thinking, "Man, if actually should someone just way much better." Hey, I'm just lucky that my cousin showed me this movie because it was I. I watch it from VHS too, but like, obviously, it's not dupe or anything, right? I don't think I ever watch anything into Cantonese from any American movies. It's always subtitled. Okay. So I, I, I don't think i ever seen one. But, you know, it, it's not like that for Americans, right? Americans always want to watch it like a dub version. Or, you know, because they don't want to read subtitles. I guess it's not a popular thing. I don't know. I think it's changed now. It depends on who it, the individual is. It depends is. on how snooty you are. The snooty you are, <laughs> then you'd be like, yeah, I watched it with subtitles. Is that I what you call it? But to be honest with you, I, I don't want to watch snoo- the dub movie. I don't I see, like I to th- watch I, I think the opposite. I thought, like, if you're a snoob, right, then you want to watch the dupe first. Here's the sad thing to tell you the truth about Americans. I don't <laughs> yes, want to watch a foreign movie. I don't want to watch a foreign movie. To be honest with you, I don't want to watch a foreign movie. Because, you know why? Because no. I don't want to watch dub. I won't watch dub. I'll read oh, subtitles. Oh, I, like, I thought you meant it the other way. Yeah, because if you hear their voice, when I watch it and they get, like, some kind of voice that doesn't match their character, that, watch, that match their face or match their voice moves, it just annoys me. But I don't really want to watch subtitles either. So best, most often... I don't watch uh, foreign movies. Oh, so that's why. I won't watch foreign movies. I almost, yeah, so, they're like the only thing that I watch that's foreign. It's maybe since I, I've been hanging out with you, I'll watch some Chinese stuff. It's got to be like race cars and stuff, you know, like cars like initial and stuff. D. Yeah, Initial D, I watched that. And what was that? Uh, there was one other one I loved that was, it was dubbed. Really? It was all subtitles. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I wish I could remember the title. It looked like it, it had a two it, in it, but it wasn't a sequel or anything. Always about these two. This guy, a racer, he's from Hong Kong, and you know when they go race, he'd break people's legs and stuff. Then he had to oh, go run away to the Philippines. That's, remember this that's one? an old movie. <laughs> yeah, he had to go to the Philippines to find his dad because his dad thinks his dad's not his dad's name. What Black Tom or something? Oh, I want to say he learns to race all over. What was that movie? That is a good man. Oh, I love that. Movie. Ooh, I want to say it's the early '90s. Now I can't remember what. Oh, it, it is, is early '90s because it had is Mitsubishi uh, Evo versus Subaru. Oh, no, that's an old movie. And the guy was like some kind of guy gets out of jail. So you are the kind of character, or not the character, right? you're the kind of person that America do remakes of foreign films for. Yeah, and that's pretty much all of America. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it yeah, is. Yeah, it's all like, of America. Because, like, oh, the wait, Departed, on, it's, the Eye. Maybe it's arrogant. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's Vanilla like Sky. Yeah, well, Vanilla Sky probably still kind of sucks. I'm talking about like but, a, it's a it's a remake of another foreign yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're getting. At. Yeah, yeah, you've already named it wrong. I get it, but I'm like to See, us. You know, it's really like, funny. Yeah. I I don't care whether as because I came from you know even from uh, Hong Kong main movies, right? Even in Hong Kong main movies, there's always subtitles. 
even if we oh, speak okay. the language because i think you know um in hong kong movies right ever since even in the theater they'll always have the chinese subtitle and english subtitle playing all the time i never okay. seen a movie when i was young it was just the motion picture without really? words never it, yeah it, no. it didn't do that until i came to the states well yeah because when i'm watching a movie you better not have anything written on the bottom yeah, it's crazy. Well, unless they're speaking another language. Yeah, unless they're movie. speaking another language, because obviously I don't know that. That's very interesting. American. I, I mean, I wonder if this is the only country America, that does that. It may be because I mean, Americans, with the way we see it, it's like you either speak our language or we just don't care. <laughs> you know, because you hear other people go, "Well, where they hear these people speaking foreign language in the background?" They're like, "Are you worried they're talking about you?" I'm like, "Who cares? They can't speak English." <laughs> It could work both ways. I could be talking about them too, but it's a great yeah, chance that they might exactly. understand. So let me tell yeah, you something. So well um, understand because America. So uh, my my kids were in a soccer camp this week, right? And in um, in the soccer camp, they actually flew people from uh, Europe and uh, other countries to coach, like to t- coach the kids playing soccer. There was a yeah. couple of dudes from Ireland, right? Uh, there was like few of them, at least two or three. Dude, their accents when they speak English, it was awesome. I feel like I was in a James <laughs> Bond movie. <laughs> like, but they're not old though. Like, they're like kids. Oh, hear the James Bond. John, James Bond's English. No, no, no. I'm talking about, like you know, because like you know, they go to Ireland, yeah, those no. places. I'm gonna right? give you hard time. There was I'm one Scottish guy, time. like an Australian guy, like a couple of Eng- uh, people from England. But these three Ireland oh, kids, yeah. their their accents were all different. One hey, was I got one problem. Kind of. I got one thick. problem with this. Yeah. Americans aren't good enough. Oh, I would feel that those countries are better at soccer. Oh, I'm hurt. What kind of American are you? <laughs> what kind of I'm American are you? A naturalized one. <laughs> exactly. You haven't, you haven't been taught right yet. <laughs> We're talking about anyways, I love Mexican story? food. Anyways, but yeah, but the Mexican food that we like is actually American. Oh, no, I'm talking about like actual Mexican food, not the Tex Mex stuff. Oh, actually, like, you know what? You know? I just love to eat. So you're saying like, Mexican so, food, you so don't what need to you're put an you like, So you me. like to eat menudo? I haven't tried menudo yet, but probably, probably will. Right. Because in Chinese people, we have something similar. Oh, really? Yeah. You like cow stomach, like, too. We eat, oh, yeah. I eat. You know what? I eat intestines quite a bit, actually. Cow intestines and stuff. Yeah. Okay. We oh. serve it. So I probably like menudo. <laughs> Depends on the do. sauce, but you know what? I don't care. You know, I like to eat. I w- I'm going to yes. try it, okay? Okay, I told well, Heather I'm, all I'm, the time, yeah. if I ever go to Australia, I'm going to eat a kangaroo steak. If I go to Australia, I'll eat a kangaroo See? steak, too. I'm going to help with, I, hey, you know what? They have a problem over there. They serve it. That, that's why they serve it. Like, oh, I'll help you with this problem. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, you know I'm what? all in deep. From what I read about kangaroos, they're jerks, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to eat them. i seen those videos where those kangaroos are beating up dogs. i seen those. <laughs> All right, I might not be going to go now, but I have my flux capacitor here. Okay, you see this? Yeah, I see that. That has nothing to do with time, uh, international travel. Am I, am I, am I stupid? Facebook from Marty McFly. I mean George McFly. Yeah, that's, that's not gonna help you. I got it. Okay. I'm, I think I'm, your cust- I think Australian customs is gonna hold you. Yeah. <laughs> flux capacitor. It's so cool light though. You know what you're gonna do? They're gonna get hold you at the Australian border. They go, I think we got a Chinese spy coming in. He's acting like he's American, but he's not. <laughs> it's American. He's acting kind of like he's a geek. <laughs> <laughs> How American can I? How do you act American? Like, what is that thing from Godzilla? You just chew gum. <laughs> <laughs> mm, <hey>. Yeah. 
<laughs> I guess you do because that's you can't do. <laughs> All right. So now I, I want to I, I put on a rant out there. You know how Doc Brown is always like, don't tell me too much about the future. Don't tell me too much about the future. And I'm thinking like, Morty showing up here in a DeLorean should have blown that out of the proportion. Yeah, plus you're watching a, uh, what's that? A little video camera. Yeah, see everything that Morty bought with a, him? He has a Walkman. It's already over the line. Him telling you a little bit more is just minor stuff. Yeah. Now. Yeah, because like silly. if you think about it, he talks about that, right? Like, well, he even Doc Brown even say like, oh, I made, I finally made something that works. <laughs> That's the same thing as like what whatever Marty want to tell you, just let him do it, because yeah. like you making a time machine, that's the thing that should have blown him out of proportion. Yeah, but he didn't believe it at first. Yeah, he didn't believe it until he saw a video of him. Yeah, it took him a long time. To I was going to ask you, like, I know, well, I don't know. Well, I know how AV works, right? I didn't even know they could get lines from 1955 work with 1985 stuff. You know, probably how to hook up the, I guess, the UHF line, but it's probably like AV, I mean, uh, composite component lines. can't remember what the back of the TVs have, because I don't know how far back it goes. But yeah, I mean, the older TVs, I know you could call that crap up. Because I've it, seen uh, black and white TVs hook VCRs up from the old, I don't know if they're from the 60s or 70s. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you'd be able to hook up anything from then to the 50s, but I mean, they're a dark brown's house, so he probably could have rigged up some. Because I know when I used to play video games, you had to go to Radio Shack to get a little component that would hook up on the antenna. Yeah, you know, like just a had a bar on the antenna. You... Yeah, it was a little one here and one here, and then you just stick your lines in it. So most likely, Doc Brown had some wires and he just hooked oh. it up to the antenna. Yeah, the one that you had to get a screwdriver to Let me put it this way. That's how old it would have been very easy for Doc Brown to hook that video camcorder up to that television. You think so with the video line yes, collection of audio? It would have been simple to him, but even thought about it. You know what? I never actually looked that up. Is it possible? Because yes, there's people possible. out there that you're like, ah, oh, you just not possible, whatever. It is possible. But I I'm think telling it you is. it's possible. It just no, like, it is. no, it's copper wire. You know, it's just wiring. That's what we get. It, it is possible. I just signal. told you that we did it while I when I was a kid. Yeah, but then like, Atari hooked up to one. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, but then it was the antenna. Yeah, yeah just the old the TVs antenna. because they have the uh, adapters yeah. at that nineteen. Yeah, that screw time. on the back, you just kind of pull. But I'm ta- also out. talking about like TVs were new back in the time too. Remember? Yeah. They showed that in the movie that, that it was a brand new TV. Yeah, but you hooked your antenna to the back of the television. Yes. So you would just hook that thing into the antenna feed. Oh, the, no problem. Was it? It wasn't VHS camcorder. It was just a camcorder. I can't remember what it yeah, was. Yeah, it's just camcorder, but you know it has the three wires. Yeah, you just run it into your. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we're why we're making something so difficult. Us, it's not that. Difficult. I don't know. I think we're just trying to turn into something. You're trying to find a song. problem with that, that, that him showing a camcorder on television, but there won't be a problem. Okay, so you know what? Let me play it this way. A lot of most of our stuff is run on HDMI's, right? How do you yeah. have an HDMI connector to our RCA cables? Well, you got a problem now, but see, see, how is that? Right now, I have a problem, but then on this, but how are you gonna do? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna. That's thirty a, years till. Okay, you're gonna what mess up an HDM cable because you're gonna have to start hook, hooking several wires together. You have to open exactly. up an HDM. HDMI, yeah, because HDMI, HDMI, HDMI carries audio and video. Thirty yeah. years. If I take this back to 1992, you won't be able to hook up an HDMI thing to a RCA. No, you're right. You won't be able unless you undo the wiring. You'd have to cut the end of the wires out. You'd have to hook several wires together, and then you'd have to put a little. Well, then alligator you gotta figure clip. that out too. You so, gotta figure out which audio think, and which and video. You think a dog Brown couldn't figure that out? He did time travel. 
I don't know. It looks. It didn't look like that Doc Brown figured it out when in the movie. It looks like Marty was the one who did. Well, Marty probably already knew how to do it because you got to think TVs from the '55 is going to be around all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a common thing in '85. Yes. Oh well, we talked about the TV long enough. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're talking about we're actually just not going anywhere. Because like, if we talk about it, I'm like, well, they were able to wake up this metal pole straight into flux capacitor, where things they say shield your eyes and you know from the light. I don't yeah. even know how that works. Like, hey, how do we Jimmy work this that metal pole into the flux capacitor? It's just gonna have to work. Well, don't worry about the science from the eighties. And that's why you need a book like this so you can figure it out. <laughs> they didn't have a book like that. Well, I'm sorry, but I mean, I'm sure he knew how what he was doing. Because remember the original movie, they're supposed to drop an atomic bomb, and the car goes in under the atomic bomb, and it sends it through time. Ah. Oh. You know, they had the original script. This the script that we watch is the fourth. Was the, the fourth rewrite? Yeah, right. The fridge. Yeah, we talked about the very we first. The yeah, because originally it started off with a, a lead line refrigerator that they yes. pulled around on the back of a pickup truck, and of course Marty McFly was a video bootlegger. Really? Yeah, and of course Doc Brown's dog was a was a monkey. Oh, I remember the monkey part. And yeah. guess what they used for fuel? And the they used radiation and Coca Cola. Oh, because you got to think the script was written for uh, Columbia Pictures. Which so. at the time was owned by Coca Cola. Oh, so they try to do that marketing thing inside. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So they when still it moved do that over, today, they even tried to sell it to Disney because because. Uh, oh, that's what they tried to sell it to Disney. Yeah. After two after the two rewrites, Columbia was like, "Yeah, we're not gonna do this. It just it doesn't have enough edge on it." So they took it to Disney, and Disney was like, "Oh no, well, you can't." Because uh, too- the Semecus and Gale didn't want to work with Spielberg. Well, they wanted to work with Spielberg, but the no, problem is there was this, a movie that they did no, together. It wasn't. That, it wasn't yeah, good. Here's this, yeah. Well, you're making it sound bad. No, it's not no, bad. They they wanted to work with Spielberg, but here's the problem: they did two movies with Spielberg. Yes, and both of them flopped. Yeah, both of them flopped. They decided when Spielberg liked Back to the Future, he was like, "I want to do this." And I go, "You're a bad omen," is basically what they told Spielberg. Yeah. They're like, basically, they didn't tell Spielberg he's bad. It's like. They're nobody, and Spielberg's somebody, and it doesn't help them. So Robert Zemeckis directed uh, Romance, in the St- Romance in the Stone, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you've ever seen that. I don't think so. It's got uh, Michael Douglas, Kathleen Turner. She's no. like a, a – it's a romantic movie. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. I think I've seen the second one. I remember because I watched like crap maybe. But anyways, it's like kind of like an India Jones romantic movie. Ooh. Actually, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I saw it. I think it was okay. Okay. But anyway, let's move on. It's not a big hit from the time, okay? It was a big hit in that time. Oh, it was? Oh, yes. It was huge. Oh, I thought it wasn't. It was, this was what made Robert Jamek Robert famous. Oh. As soon as he made this movie, it made the charts. They, they told Robert, Robert Jamek, you can make anything you want to make. So he goes, I'm going to make Back to the Future. And then he calls Spielberg and goes, hey, can you help me? Because I'm somebody now. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the way it worked. Oh. So no, I, I also read the thing like uh, like you did, like Disney turned it down, another yeah. studio turned it well, down. Well, Disney turned it down, yes. Well, everybody turned it down before before Amlin got interested. Hmm. Yeah, they, they, they said this movie got turned down 40 times. Wow. Disney turned it down because they're like, wait, wait, wait. His mom falls in love with him. Oh yeah, no, because it's not family is. friendly. Yep, that's yeah, that's that's, the, that's why friendly. Disney Which, turned it down. I'm like what? What part of the script did y'all read? <laughs> Probably the. Um, yeah. 
but this is how it happened. But then here's another thing that's interesting. They, you know, they went with the DeLorean, okay? Yes. But they're also trying to get extra funding. So they put extra companies, but they only put companies in that would look good in the 50s and change in the 80s. Now you had Burger King, Texaco, Pepsi Cola. And then another company came along and they're like, hey, we'll give you $75,000, I think, which is kind of cheap, actually. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, what we got to do? And they go, oh, just have Doc Brown chase the DeLorean to a Mustang. Oh. Either Bob Gale or Robert Zemeckis, one of them looked at him and go, Doc Brown doesn't drive an effing Mustang. Yes, I read the same thing. I looked at <laughs> every Mustang. Yes. So like, yeah, huh. it was Ford that I was trying to give him. That, that's, the, that, that's what I saw, too. Yeah, yep. I'm like, well, Ford is kind of cheap. Yes. It's stingy. It's like, here. Yeah, because they Because, you know, the thing, because, you know, they said, they said that uh, the word Converse, Eric Stoltz's character wore Converse most of the movie, or wore clothes that didn't do that. It wasn't until Michael J. Fox showed up, they changed his wardrobe to what you're wearing. And he showed up, he didn't have Converse, he had some Nikes on. Yes. And they were like, just go ahead and wear those Nikes. Oh. And they found out, the wardrobe department found out he had those Nikes. They were like, well, we got to go get 35 more pairs of those for you, in case it get damaged and stuff. Well, they call up Nike, or they call up the, go to the store, they realize, oh, it's discontinued. So they call up Nike. Nike's like, oh, we don't have any more. So Nike made those shoes, 35 pairs, especially for just those for... sack centuries, just for the deal. And, of course, they asked Nike, well, how much uh, do we owe you? Nike's like, it's free. Oh. Which is good, because it helped. Because, I mean, come on. Everybody remembers Nike from the second movie. Yes, I know. Everybody definitely. So it helped Nike. And a lot of Nike. You can buy those on one. eBay, by the way, for a very pretty penny. Well, I, I, got some pretty, I got some pretty clean pennies, but I bet you they won't take it. I bet they want some green cash. <laughs> they want some hard cash, man. Yeah, they want some hard There's cash. There's some expensive Nikes out there, okay? Yeah, I think I'll pass. <laughs> you can't even fly, but like that. Yeah, everybody remember those Nikes. Yes, definitely. Yeah, everybody remembers those Nikes. So, in a way, it worked out for them. <laughs> so, um, I, I read about the uh, the 10 interesting things, right? Um. I, no, I love Robert Zemeckis, by the way. I think my, one of my favorite movies is um, obviously Forrest Gump. And I like yeah. the Frighteners a lot because they have to do a spirit. Yeah, I haven't seen the Frighteners. Let me yeah. get on that one. It's not the best movie, but I just enjoy it a lot. So let me ask you this. What What do you like better, Back to the Future or, or Forrest Gump? Ooh, those are two different genres. They are two different genres. Should we even? Should, we even, should I even be asking that question? Yeah, no. I am. I'm, I'm asking it right now. I probably like Forrest Gump better. Really? Because he tells a better story. Yeah, it does tell a good story. Yeah, Forrest Gump tells a better story. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I watched Back to the Future just two days ago. Yeah, I, like I know. That. I watched Back to the Future. I haven't watched Forrest Gump in a long time. And Forrest Gump is a Forrest long Gump movie, Gump. too. It's a long movie. I actually might like I might like Back to the Future more than I like Forrest Gump. Yeah. But that's a hard comparison. Yeah, Forrest Gump right? tells you a good story. Yeah, but the problem is one story tells you about some guy's life. And it turns out he has a very good long life. But it, well, Back to I mean, the Future most, tells you about people, this life, too. Yeah, well, it tells you about his life, but he gets to change his life to make it Okay, better. so you know what? It does. So, oh, hey, you know, let me go to and that one. Like, you know, a lot of people will, because, you know, me... you always get those people who's like, oh, I have no regrets. I'm oh, like, well, good well, for I... you, because a lot of people do. Okay. I just want to say that Robert Zemeckis actually got the idea from checking out his father's yearbook did you know you probably read that right? yeah well well they had they, well they thought it out and it's it was a long process this was a long process coming but slowly certain things because they asked would i be, be a friends with my father yes and that's that it. Is, would but I be they already know father? they already knew they wanted to do a time travel they shouldn't have the rest to the story Ooh. yeah they already thought about it a long time ago when they were in school about time travel 
Yeah. It's just what are we going to do? And then one day they saw that and they're like, boom, we finally got something. So let me ask you something like with the like the father's thing. Like, so in this movie, Marty, George met Marty when, um, I guess when they go to high school, right? Don't you still kind of remember who you kind of met or not seen in high school? Do you? I think that. Yeah, I did because I had a small school. See, oh, yeah, that's right. You have a small school. Yeah, I had a really small school. So I you, guess I mine had like three, four hundred. Your your high school was how many did you say like was it... in my graduating class was like sixty people. Oh okay. Yeah, mine was a lot well, I would say a lot bigger. I wanna say three, four hundred. I mean, okay, now it's way more than that now from a high school. Yeah, three, four hundred people. Yeah, no, there's about sixty people. Which I caught that's kinda of a lot. Yeah. And I maybe I'm pretty sure there were sixty people. It was either there or forty, but I'm not so, gonna count them out. I really think there's sixty. Dick in California, right? In Back to the Future? Yeah, that's supposed to be uh, set in California. So I guess in the back then in the fifties was wouldn't there still be a lot of people? I guess you can't remember everyone. Depends on how big the town. I don't remember if we ever see how big the town is. No, I would assume it's a small town. It was a pretty. It was a pretty big. It was just. It's bigger than what the town I came from. Well, in the fifties, it's a small city. In the fifties, it's probably a small town. The 80, I know by, in eighty-five body, yeah, it's, it's a lot more big. people. And I was thinking, like, how did Josh not remember meeting this guy in when he was in high school? I mean, I guess it's only because only been a week. Yeah. So well, it's only. Well, for us, it is. It's been years. I mean, they had a lot to go. They probably had a lot going on between them and there. Okay. And so I think you actually forget a lot of what somebody looks like if you don't have a picture. I actually don't. Not from my high school. But you got to remember, he was only around Nardi for yeah, what, oh, a week. week. And he didn't see him day. Uh, yeah, not day. every day. Yeah, like yeah. So but would... but he did play a big part. A big part in his role. But you know, so think some people though, when things happen, they forget the people around them and they retell themselves the story and they see it differently. Oh, because ultimately. He didn't really have he he to them he didn't get him in it in uh what's her lane lorraine lorraine yeah it wasn't marty it got are you sure lorraine you like this movie real. her name is lorraine damn it yeah no well, I, <laughs> I, well the problem is i read the the book on the making her name changed several times oh really oh yes quite a few times so let's just call her liam thompson yeah well anyway they got together the problem is it wasn't really marty it was it was george did it on his own she was in trouble. He stood up and punched him. I mean, Marty was in the background. They did thank him at the end. They don't remember all that because they were so in love. She was after that. She doesn't even remember Marty after she saw George. Uh, hey, you know this movie was rated PG, right? I was really Cause, interested cause... to see that there was uh, marijuana in this movie. Well, they didn't show it. Reefers, yeah, they the reefers, yeah. I didn't even know that spook was a great. Was it? Is it? Is that even a hey. racial slur? Yeah, because they said it in the movie. Because I was like, when I hear to hear it, right? I was like, is that a racial slur? I'm not even sure. Yeah, I know there's some other story. ones. I'm surprised they said that in that movie. I guess it's okay back. Why in wouldn't time. they? It was I way back. Well, I mean, yeah, a lot of things. Well, come on, nowadays it's just now that you can't hardly say anything without offending somebody. Right, but I guess in you the movie different though. Well, no, I'm not sure. I'm sure if you go say it right now, people are gonna throw a fit. But I mean. Yeah. For a while, it was it was okay, you know. I mean, because it's just a movie; it's in the context of the movie. I was also surprised that they have, a, I guess, a, a black band play at a high school, some kind of dance. I thought it would be I would all think, white. I was, I would think that in the fifties, I think that would be unusual. But maybe in California, oh, though. 
Oh, maybe. Oh, you know what? They are in California, so that's yeah. They're in California, different. so it may have been a little more acceptable. I mean, I don't think he would have did, did that in the South. Yeah, I guess if they make this movie in Texas, latitude is always here. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that, that may not. That may not happen. Because I was thinking, like, okay, so you have a black band, right? But there's no black students in fifty. But the problem is, they also the problem is you also had to had you had to have you know black people on that band because it was Marvin Berry's cousin. Yeah. Couldn't have some white to go. Hey, because mainly it was they're, they're the ones that invented rock. You know, they Marvin Berry had more to do with rock and roll than yeah, anybody. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, oh, would they go? Like go that, yeah. Unless they did. Oh, hey, cousin. Hey, cousin Elvis or something like that. But the problem is, Elvis didn't invent rock and roll. Hey, before I, I forget. Mean, he, I, I didn't write this down, but I just thought of it, right? I talk about Doc Brown just like the Ant May effect. The only real person that had the Ant May effect is stupid Principal Strickland. Yes. He, he looked the same from 55 to 85. And he was supposed to, because remember, that was the whole point of the joke. <laughs> yeah, does that does, guy does this guy never age? age? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the whole point of the joke. I like David and Mickey. Like, hey, do you want to make him longer? No. <laughs> no. What is the point? Strickland is Strickland, okay? He's got to shoot Back to the Future, and then a couple of years later, he's going to shoot Top Gun. But I also want to point out, you know, because uh, we're talking about people getting recast. Yeah. Uh, the girlfriend. Oh, the was girlfriend. Recast. Yes. Well, actually, it started off with her too. What do you mean? It started off with her. The the original girl was it Claudia Wells? Yeah. It started yeah, off with Claudia her. Wells. She was cast in the part, but then they wouldn't let her out of her contract because they renewed her show. They thought they were going to renew her show, so she had to drop out of Back to the Future. And they hired another actress, which I don't know her name because I don't know there. her name, but she's in the office. Oh, what's she know? She plays Jen. Okay, I know who you're talking. Jen, yeah. and we talked about her because she was in a. She Rocket was actually Theater. Eric Stoltz's girlfriend in Back to the Future, but when they we cast Eric Stoltz, yeah. she was too tall for Marty. Oh, yeah. Michael so J. of course, and it just happened to luck out that Claudia Wells was free. Yeah. Got a role back. Got her part back. Yes. So, wow. So it was kind of weird how all that stuff works. Yeah, she's not even a main character. Like you know, the Jennifer is not a, a main character because you're only in the until beginning. The yeah, no, until the second. The second. Didn't they recast her in the second one? Yes. Yes. Uh, see, they recast her. Well, that was because uh, Claudia Wells couldn't make it on the, the second movie by that it's time. It's been like seven years or six, seven yeah, years. Yeah, they're time, lucky you know? they could have got anybody back. Cause yeah, I'm like, what? That's true. Like, well, that's a movie I made like a long time ago. Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> oh, he loved that movie. Though. Who didn't love that movie? You know, Back to the Future, Nobody out of time. Yeah, you would have to be like, really a sick person. The only person that probably doesn't like Back to the Future is uh, Crispin Glover. <laughs> so, so let's talk about that. What a jerk. Did your book say anything? Like, uh, well, there's so many conflicting stories, right? But I don't know who to believe. Like, you know, the studio said, oh, he wanted more money or whatever. But he said that he didn't sure like the some, ending. Well, that's for the second movie. That's for the second movie. I didn't read anything on the second movie since we're not going to discuss the second No, not the second movie. Even on this one. I don't know. He, was he didn't like the ending said, for Back to the Future. Oh, he didn't like the ending? No, who cares? That's like what he ending. said. Oh, okay. Well, that's his opinion. That's good. He was in it. He could see his opinion. Well, he said that he didn't like the um the future what thing he about... Like? Uh, he, he didn't think that it should be rewarded like monetarily. Oh, okay. I remember they said that. That was like... I guess he didn't really have a problem with the ending, but he did have this little problem because he wanted to do his own thing. Oh, what is that? Oh, he went over that. When they said that, he said, oh, look at that. So I guess that means money... Because of the way the set looked and everything, he goes, "Money shows that means 
more money makes more happiness equals more. Oh, happiness. you know what? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, and the, they try to explain it to him. They're trying to explain to him. No, that's not part of the whole deal. It just means that he was a little more successful because he finally stood up and made his own path. And I feel life. like he's more confident. Like George McFly became yeah. more confident at that he point. Really I don't think it's he money was... either. Yeah, it's not. It's confidence, and it's just trying to show his success. I mean, of course, he got a BMW and stuff, that and furniture. But the problem is, they said he showed up on the set wearing these really, really crazy looking fancy clothes. Yeah. And they're like, hey, that is not your wardrobe. We want you to look like a normal guy. I'll say, you know, okay. Said, okay. And then, of course, he tried to get Liam Thompson to support his idea, and nobody on the set wanted to support his idea. Yeah, so I want to talk about this now. So, obviously, when uh, George stood up to Biff, right, everything changes. I'm yeah, surprised that Marty still lives in that same house. You know? You know yeah. what I'm talking about? And it's so funny, yeah. like, obviously, when they... He, he said, I got all the time in the world. He he go back 10 minutes, right? And when he got to the mall, it's just Lone Pine Mall instead of Twin Pines yeah, Mall. Yeah, because he hit that tree. He hit that tree, right? That tree. Which is really funny. So at that time that Marty Day came back to, we already talked, I, I think we kind of touched on it, but I guess. No, we didn't, but we were, I was waiting for the part where I could actually tell the whole deal. Okay, good. So, time so now that Marty has never came across Twin Pines Mall. So he's not actually going, he's actually going to a, different timeline yes. than the original one that he was That's the on. thing. Yeah, they never pointed this out. They could actually come back and get this on a the movie. There, yeah. now there is This movie is two timelines. Mm-hmm. So actually, when he goes back to the future, well, actually, the, the alternate timeline starts as soon as he time travels to 1955. Back to the past, yep. Yep, and then he, tra- and he stays in that timeline all the way to the, his future. Yes, he never got back to his original time. He never got to his original time. So in the original time, Kent, Marty, and Doc Brown are presumed dead. Yes. All, but all they would ever found was Doc Brown's dead body. But not Marty's. And never recovered the car, the plutonium, or, well, some of the plutonium, or him. Yes, there's a timeline without Marty. I there's a timeline without Marty and stuff, and everybody's life went on the same. Biff still bullies his family around. Car's yes. direct. The girlfriend doesn't have a boyfriend no more. So, but it's so, so funny that we mentioned. So this. we leave, yeah. That's the thing. We leave this movie, the movie, going. Oh yes, everything's great and all this good. But actually, in the other timeline, it is not. Oh, I'm so glad we talk about this because I thought about you, that a lot. If you're to see this other timeline, it's horrible. Yes, how uh, the true ending of the back, the original Back to the Future timeline. Yeah. Yes. Yes, because in this movie, Doc and Brown I mean, we dies. keep hearing Doc Brown wondering about the time continuum, continuum, because he never accounted that. You're an alternate so, reality. Alternate so the dark brown we yeah. see, yeah. So that's the thing. The alternate reality is not just when he, as soon as he gets in the 1950s, you got to think dark brown goes ahead and can see he can build a time machine, so he knows how to build the time machine. Yes, he so the time machine's going to stand out the same. The pine deal changed. The DeLorean probably changed a little bit because he could see what problems he was going to have. You know, if we dig this, but with into his ideas, deep, though, right? he tried to keep everything the same. Dark brown had to try to keep everything the same, but he had to build the car because he only saw what it looks like. Yes. So you know what? Actually, you know we talk about the his siblings uh, disappearing in the picture, right? I bet you, like, once he That's gets the to the part new timeline, that picture might not even been taken. Should never been taken. Yeah, it should never been taken. Like, cause they could have gone to a different place instead of well, where they were going. That's all. That their life would have actually been the same because he didn't affect it that much. He just affected how the parents got. I got, got together stuff. I'm thinking his his childhood. His parents would have still struggled a little bit. They probably would have got better jobs, a little bit, a little bit better jobs. But I mean, of course, uh, he was higher up in bed. Biff, Biff wasn't holding them down his whole life. Yeah. 
Oh. But you got to think of the line, line of events also changed too, where Biff probably didn't have fear in their life near as much, even if he would have been a bully. Yeah. Because, you know, the car, the, the setting the car and him punching Biff in the face never would have happened in the other timeline. Yeah, in the other timeline, the original. But, you know, everybody starts off, like you said, that house. Well, I mean, they probably only had so much money when they got married. So they, they had just the same slowly, house. And they slowly just bought better cars, but furniture. And their kids got a better education. Because, you know, wow. their kids are wearing suits now. Yeah, wearing suits now, you know. And then uh, his sister is like a... And you got to thank the Marty. The Marty jumps into the third timeline. Which, wait, wait, hold on. Marty's... Okay, because we go to... Okay, remember, he shows up. At the one, the single oh, pound mall. The Lone Pine Mall jumps to a different he timeline. Sees, yep. He sees the second timeline, Marty, jumps mm-hmm. in the car and he jumps out of time, which means that Marty jumps into 50, 1955 again, but he goes in the third timeline. Yes, at third. So now one. there's three timelines, but the second two timelines will match each other completely. The th- yes. I think I'm getting you, getting it. Because that's the thing, because the third, time, third timeline makes a fourth timeline. The fourth timeline makes a fifth timeline. And from then on, there's nothing but. That's right. Timelines. You know what? The Lone Pine but all Trees the thing? timelines will. <gasps> no, you're all right. The timelines okay. will match, except for one thing. In all these timelines, when they get to the second or third movies, they they can actually alter their timelines. Yeah. Oh yeah, how do you agree? You know what? You're, I I didn't think about that one. Like the Lone Pine Trees, Marty, when he goes yeah. back, right? He still go back to Mister Peabody's farm, right? Yep. Yep. He does be... the same thing over. He does yeah. the exact same over. So the sec the, the yeah, the timelines may, mainly match. Those timelines don't matter. You won't be two pine any, trees. But if anybody ever alters another one of them timelines, then they matter. So basically, Ooh. he jumps out to another timeline, but the That's timeline doesn't matter now. So dangerous, man. So yeah, but you got to think, though, in the second movie, because of this timeline, they create even more timelines. Yeah. So basically, the they've movie. created several alternate realities with the same, that most of them match. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Like looking in a mirror at yourself, taking a picture of yourself, taking a picture of yourself, taking a picture. <sighs> So there's like a season of you taking a picture like, of yourself. That's why I love time travel. It's so complicated. Well, it's not that complicated. It's actually the simplest thing you think ever. No, because now I'm thinking about the Lone Pine Tree Marty, right? When he goes back in time. Yeah, he goes. It, it and won't does be the whole two. It won't be two pine trees, right? Yes, it will be two pine trees. Oh yeah, we, there was only two pine trees at that beginning of that timeline. So what happens? Oh, the original one is the original. It's you got to think. The, yeah, when they jump back to 55, 55 is going to match all the front. Yes. It's going to match. Wow. Okay. It's just So basically, the, the fourth timeline and the third timeline is going to be the same as the second timeline. The second timeline. Everything's the same. So you don't even have to think about the second time, the third timeline because it's going to match the third uh, timeline. So, but if Marty would have known that Doc Brown kept the note, oh yeah, then we would have had a problem. So, yeah, we agree that the first timeline Doc Brown dies and Marty. Because you got to think the only person in yeah, because only a few people actually know the time. Doc Brown's actually the only thing that knows time travel in the second timeline. So I want to point out the party tried to keep everything exactly the same, so he doesn't alter. The third timeline. So I want to point out the first timeline, right? Doc Brown worked the hardest on the DeLorean. Yeah. Because he had no prior information. He didn't have any prior information. The second timeline sure the, has better. The more. second one, he got to kind of look at it and study because he had yep. to build the, the metal thing to go into it and figure out how to do gigawatts and so forth. So, but I mean, he also had to learn EFI and a lot of other technologies. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's not, I'm talking about carburetors and stuff. So. <laughs> 
Because he had carburetors. He, I'm sure he could work on a car. Oh, you know what? He, he also that the that DeLorean was electric. Not full electric. Yeah, full gasoline. electric. It's not full electric. No, he said the sucker's electric. What does he mean by that? He said part of it's electric. He still has to start the engine. He still has to have put gasoline in it. Mm. So, so they had one engine running with another engine. All the, all the electric parts is everything that powers, you know, it time traveling. Oh. Wow. I'm sure th- I'm sure it's tied together in there, but in real life, no, that doesn't matter. It don't work that way. Damn time travels. But we already know it has to have gasoline too, because that's pointed out later in a uh, later on movie too. Yes. I'm so surprised that they woke the plutonium with the um with the how that's how they got enough power to do the eighty eight yeah, miles plutonium. to go through um the future or the past. Which, the time and then, they just, and then they throw a Mr. Fusion on the top of that. <laughs> you don't need all that crap. Then they're gonna use the atomic bomb in the one script or they're they they had a lot of stuff. I know, but you know what? It worked out perfectly at the end. Yeah, it worked it out. And he gets back in and his family's good, everybody's life's good. He gets a pickup for free. Gets a pickup. Oh, the only thing that doesn't work out, he's about to take his girlfriend out in the pickup to the lake and instead he has to go pick some kids that he didn't know he had yet. Well, you know <laughs> Which he probably would have ended up. I feel up like with, the second movie I'm gonna Which he would have ended up with he went to the lake. <laughs> I feel like the second when the time the second movie when we talk about the second movie again, right? I'm gonna tear that apart. Well, we're going to because yeah, we're going before. to. That's right. He shows up. I mean, because so, he shows up. Okay, goes, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I, I want to save that. Okay. So with well, that, we're not, not jumping the second one. Where are we gonna stop? No. Were we done talking about this movie? Yeah. No, no. I, you were, no, no. Stop talking about the second one. I, I thought you were going. I'm not talking that. about the second one. Okay. This is in the first one. Yes. I mean, the second one. I mean, it's almost you know non needed. <laughs> the third one is needed but the problem is this movie is needed I like the way it's told oh I do because he has no choice it's an accident he jumped in the past he's got to get back to the future that's hence the word back to the future and here's what's funny thing is when they, they titled this movie the head of uh, Universal didn't like the title he couldn't get the title he's oh like, back, back to the future, future. Back to the, future. So the problem is though you think he's stuck in the past he has to get back to the future oh yeah oh I, I completely so the, get it they, yeah. they, so I'm like, so I don't know what this problem is. In Chinese, right? Well, in Cantonese, it translates exactly what it is, Back to the Future. Well, that's good. Yeah. So that's one title we'll be able to yep. find. Yep. So I, I want to talk about this. Like, uh, you know how Doc Brown said all that stuff about not knowing the uh, not knowing too much about the future is bad, right? And I think yeah. the reason why he changed his mind is when Marty told him the story, like, whoa, I, uh, my dad punched him. He never stood up to Biff before. When Doc Brown questions, like, never? Yeah, is, is something wrong? Nah, it doesn't really matter. Remember that scene was really yeah. quick, right? because well, he knows he's already changed the future. Yeah, he already changed the future because he told him like well, anything you did. I think because he he just wanted him to get his parents together. Yeah, he didn't. He realized it may have just changed your, your father. May have just changed himself. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, he's just grown as a person, and then, somebody else. And then I was like, oh, is that the, the point? Because in the original script, when they comes back to the future, you know, in the original script they wrote that when he goes back, to the, gets in there and goes to the future, when Marty goes back to the future after all that fight stuff, his dad's a prize fighter. A famous prize fighter for punching him. He's like, and plus the whole future changed because uh, Doc Brown's in a flying car. Yes, he's in a flying car. Yeah, he's in a flying car. In well, in their time, he comes back and Doc Brown used all the stuff he learned from yep. Marty to build up the a whole change the whole future. Up. Oh, okay. You thought okay. Yeah. yeah. So when he comes back, the whole future was supposed to be different. Instead, he just comes back to regular future. So the Lone Pines Marty the Lawrence should have been different. Should have been, but they didn't. What should happen? 
like uh, the DeLorean could have been a little bit more different, like more maybe powerful or more features than. It could, those. but yeah, but the problem is that's what we're trying to tell you that that Doc Brown that knew the future, mm-hmm. he kept everything the same, just to keep it. And consistent. he didn't even let Marty know. Yeah, because he didn't even save Marty because he knew it was going to happen the same as long as he didn't interfere. Yes. Because you know he could have put could have remembered to put plutonium in the the time machine, that way he would have had time machine to get back without talking to that Doc Brown. But it would have messed. It would have altered. It would have altered and made a third timeline. It could have made. Yeah, it could probably made a third timeline. He could have. um, Yeah, and the thing is, you won't want any more altered timelines. Uh, was it Albanians? It was Albanians, right? The the, no, it was Libyans. Libyans. I'm sorry. Yeah, Libyans. I mean, I can't remember. Albanians. We're not cutting down the Albanians today. (laughs) Well, I'm not trying maybe, to cut down anybody else either. Maybe maybe next week. Well, last week we cut down. Who did we cut down? French, Mexicans, and <laughs> Canadians. <laughs> From Back to the Future. None of those people yeah, are in the movie. No, we're always cut down. Enough. Unless Michael J. Fox is somehow Canadian. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I think he is. is he... Hey, let's figure this out. Let's see. Michael J. Fox. Um, yeah, it's very funny, right? I mean, come on. We already know. Oh, he is Canadian. Figures. Michael J. Fox. Oh, well. Edmonton, it's... Alberta, Canada. Greatest American actor ever. Greatest American actor ever. Yes. You know, that's funny. Well, For I'm... how much I like to talk crap about the Canadians, almost all my favorite actors are Canadian. A lot of them, yes. Yeah, William Shatner. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ooh, my favorite actor is well, no, Christian Bale. But I my do like actor. Tom Hanks still. Tom Hanks is American. Yeah, Tom Hanks is American. That's right. And I would crush him if we find out he's not. Next like you'll know. Next you'll be telling me Samuel Jackson's from Canada. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <I'm so good. laughs> <I'm> not. <laughs> At least you know what my favorite one. Well, not my favorite one, right? Just because he played Captain America. Chris Evans is American. Oh, yeah, so it's about one thing they got right, thank God. <laughs> We're going to have this English guy play Captain America. What? I'm leaving yeah, this country. What? Yeah, no. <laughs> I just got here. <laughs> what oh, is, God. We, we better make sure. What is, it, what is this? Mackie? What is his name? Mackie that plays Captain America now. Oh, Anthony Mackie? He's Anthony Mackie. What's it turned out? Oh, he's French. A, he's from French. He's French. <laughs> <laughs> what about Sebastian Stan? Is he American? I think he is. Oh, okay. So I lost. But it doesn't long... matter. He doesn't play anybody. <laughs> yeah, he just Captain America. Guy. He's okay. Yeah. I mean, thank God Iron Man's from Cat from America too. Oh, that's really funny. You know, like my Spider Man is probably one of my. But most now Doctor Strange. Right? Doctor Strange yeah, is English. English. Spider Man is English. English. Yeah. English people. It's so funny. Their, I like. They need to start checking their. I like Spider-Man better than Captain America, but I wear to have because I think it's just the name Captain America should be the American playing this guy, right? Yeah, it I don't even be. care about if so. Spider-Man was a British or Canadian or anything but, you know, at all. But I'm thinking if you could play, if you could use an Englishman and a Batman. I mean, I guess that would work. Or, yes. or, or a Superman. But you know what? They came from fictional cities. Metropolis yeah, and but, you know but Gotham. Batman and Superman. Superman is all you. Come on, Superman starts off. He fights for the American way. That's right. Used to American Instead, way. And, and and then we got some English guy playing it. Yeah. Which, by the way, I want to point out that is my favorite Superman though. Oh, Henry Cavill. 
Yeah. Carville Hutton. He, Some people pronounce his last name differently. I mean, I like I like Christopher Reeve. He was cool because I grew up with it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like I thought the new spin on Superman was pretty good, even yes. though a lot of people hate it. You know, it's really funny. We got off on the subject from Back to the Future. So I'm yeah. just going to end this right here, right? So we until well then, we start we're going to make like a tree and get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Pensai Reviews. If you like what you heard, give us a thumbs up. Follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll see you on the next one.